The views and opinions expressed on Lifeguards Off-Duty are those of its hosts and guests exclusively. They do not represent any entity, organization, or municipality. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Michael Kachmar. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sean. And this is Lifeguards Off-Duty with Dr. Michael Kachmar, the Jersey Shore number one lifeguard-themed video podcast. Watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook Live. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever streaming service you prefer. If you would like to contact us, send an email to drcatchmar at icloud.com. Follow us on Instagram at lg.association. All right, let's get started. Let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, this is Dr. Kachmar. This is Lifeguards Off-Duty. Thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, today's date is May 10th, the year of our Lord, 2022. And we are uh, streaming live on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and we'll be posting this later on on, uh, um, on Spotify and our Apple Podcasts. So we have a lot of people in the uh, room here today in our, in our studio, and uh, I just want to... Uh, we have Sean back. So let's see if I get the right camera. And we have uh, uh, we have Mr. Adams here. But Sean, uh, say hello. Hello. We haven't had Sean here for a while, and uh, we Sean, have. Sean, you're a graduate now. I am. Yeah. You feel different? I I don't. Yeah. You should wear. We should have put your I diploma feel... hat in. Where's your hat? You know and all that. I I at my house. Are you gonna walk uh, at graduation? I didn't. It nice. Really. nice. Neither did I. Screw yeah. that. I walked. And um, we have. Uh, That's me. Tyler, Tyler here. Hi. I like that. I like that junior lifeguard shirt. That's really nice. Thank you. So that's what you wear when you teach the junior lifeguards. Yes, sir. I love the color. It's really nice. This is and credit uh, to Steve Van Heist. Maybe we can get him on the show eventually. Yeah. He yeah. texted me like yeah. six months ago and he said, yo, I'm coming on the show next week. We're going to talk about rivalries between beach patrols. Still hasn't happened. Steve, uh, I'm calling <laughs> you out. So, nice. and, and we have a special guest today and this is, uh, where is she? Here she is. It's Tyler's mom. Hello. And uh, thank you for coming. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. And we love to get her name is Her name is Donna. Donna. <laughs> Donna. Donna, we love to have you on here. She's, and, and she's in my phone as Tyler's mom. Tyler's That's mom. That's just rude. Not yeah. your mom? Not, not mom number two? Our mom. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll change it to our mom. Well, you know, it, it, it's funny because um, when, I, when I first started lifeguarding, I, uh, my mom and dad were still alive back then, and, and this was in the uh, 70s, and I brought a whole bunch of lifeguards to my house. My mom cooked a huge meal, you know, and a lot of those guys were living uh, down in Seaside, and, you know, their parents were up North Jersey, so it was kind of a treat, and um, it was really nice. Actually, one of the lifeguards who I invited down, I didn't know it at the time, but his mother and father lent the car that my mother and father used on their wedding day. Because they had like a really, you know, back in the 50s or whenever it was, you know, I guess it was, uh, uh, you know, 54, 50. They didn't have, you know, it, 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 they had a piece of junk car. And anyway, it was kind of funny. They, you know, we, we were at the table and my mom starts talking to them. And the name. They realized who it is. Realized yeah. who it was. And then uh, this whole thing. And his name was Kozakowski, actually. Was, and uh, he, he worked on a beach for a while. So it was pretty neat. So, Mom, how many, and, what percentage of the current beach patrol would you say has been fed by our family <laughs> o and or has spent more than a total of 10 nights at our house beach patrol and guests <laughs> like the beach patrol plus one yeah. um i would say well over 70 percent wow yeah well we, there you we go have, we have become the uh don't the, say it the pseudo lifeguard house <laughs> don't say it in the <laughs> in oh, recent yeah. years well, that's good. That's Adam spent more time there than anybody. Yeah, I spent even the winter time there sometimes. There was there was a there was a period of time after I graduated school before I got my job where every single Wednesday for like seven or eight months, <laughs> every every week, me and Tyler stayed and just had like a chill night. Rick and, and I Morty. crashed it. Rick and Morty. <laughs> that's literally why we had it on Wednesday nights. Oh my god, yeah. Well, I guess the tradition keeps on going on then. You know. Well, now it, we it, turned it into poker night. 
Poker night. Oh, by the way, mom, when uh, <laughs> not to put you on the spot or anything on on a uh, live television, but uh, so my mother just sold her house in Jackson. Uh, congratulations! Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank but uh, the you know the market's not so easy right now, so she's gonna be coming to stay with me at our shore house for like oh, a couple oh. months. Wait, oh. The teacher, the teacher ch- becomes the student. <laughs> Can we change that a little bit? I'm not coming to stay with you. <laughs> I'm coming to my house and you are still there. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, just to straighten it out. Besides, oh, okay. that's beside, um, <laughs> do you mind if we continue playing poker on Thursday night? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't mind. Yes. Yeah. All right, back ha- to the show. Yeah, no, um, uh, how j- just for my information, I don't want to deviate from the show, uh, <laughs> but how, how tough was it selling it? Like, probably it was like crazy. Um, I put it up on a Thursday morning, it was sold by Sunday. Yeah, nice. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and you got like a yeah. cash offer on day one, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. When I, my, I was selling my mom's house. My mom passed away, and, and, and this was just, you know, so we kept the house for about a year. You know, we, we didn't want to get rid of it, you know, sentimental stuff. It was kind of, mm-hmm. you know, and we, of course, we all grew up in there. And then this was just when, this is Corona hit, so it was that, that, that March. We put the house on the market right around June. Right? So it was just in the beginning. And we heard these rumbles about things were going, you know, uh, starting to get crazy with the prices. And we, I, I put it up about... 20, 30,000. You know, I put it up on a high level, but I thought we had a really nice house. It was mm-hmm. been fixed up over the years. And, and, and I shouldn't have known at that point. We, the day we put it on, and it was Dom who, who, who um, one of our uh, former lifeguards, we had an offer the next day. Yeah, it is. The market 20, is and, crazy. And, and that was, you know, that, now you understand it, or it's, it's been happening a lot, but that was unheard of. And uh, that house right now probably get another hundred thousand for it, you know. But anyway, it's a, it's a crazy. So you did. So you had that many offers and you sold it, and that that's pretty good. Yeah. And now yeah, we're gonna be enough. roomies. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you gonna that or are you moving with nanny? Are you gonna? <laughs> I'll stay at the beach house. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Love you, but. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna buy in a couple of games on Thursday nights? Wednesday nights. I thought Wednesday night, Thursday <laughs> nights. It's either or. It depends on work. For Wednesday Tyler nights are hang nights. Sure. I'm bringing my jug of change, so okay. Okay. I'll be ready. Well, good. Well, that's good. It, you know, it could be a stressful thing selling a house, mm-hmm. you know, especially when, you know, uh, when they come in and they do the uh, evaluation and, they, and then they, <laughs> you got to fix this, fix that, fix that. You're like, come on, you know, you're kidding me. Uh, some of the stuff I had, I, I, it, it was kind of weird. But one of my friends, they had um, a raccoon in the attic. Ooh. And uh, we just had one next door here, and it turned into a nightmare. Because you think a raccoon, oh, yeah. they, they don't want to leave. leave. They're a little devious bastards. They don't well, want to leave. Well, what happened was they have like they have a, um, the, when they built whoever built the house, they put this kind of uh, cathedral ceiling, and it's like a, a, a small attic space, like it's like maybe a foot. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a bad design. There's no way to get access to it, and that's where the <laughs> raccoon got in. And I mean, it took them like almost a month to get that thing. So what do you got to do? You got to like smoke it out. Yeah, no, they, they they try. Yeah, there's no access. There's no like little no, like, they, thing. It's just an empty space. Yeah, what they finally did is they heard the babies, and then they went in with a camera. Oh. And I mean, it, they had like a cage sticking out of the top, and I guarantee it cost them a fortune. I didn't. I, I didn't want to ask him what it, you know, like how bad it was, because mm-hmm. I could just see him. He's like, that sounds, that sounds. <laughs> and he, I asked him. I said, "Is insurance cover?" He goes, "Nope." They said it's an act uh. of God. I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" They don't even cover that stuff. Um, have, so anyway, did yeah. you ever have any pests like that in Jackson? I know you came home a couple of houses and the house smelled like skunk. But Other than lifeguards? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, just mice. I mean, yeah. we live in the middle of the woods, so you would expect that. All right. Well, uh, you know, thank God you got rid of it, and uh, not yep. to get rid of it, but you sold it. And there's no stuff. So. so, how about how about I? I'm gonna, you know, these guys have all these questions. So let me ask you. Can I ask you to, if I can? I, they asked the first question, and it's it really has to do with it's really I think a topical question now, it, because um, we're you know the uh, the the new USLA rules and regs and recommendations are coming out, and there's a and there's a, a, an, there's always been an emphasis on uh, the, uh, you know, our patrons and making them safe and make mm-hmm. sure they don't drown. But we've always cared about our lifeguards. I certainly have. And, and, uh, especially now we have a lot of young lifeguards. So now there's a, a, a re evaluation and a reassertion of, Hey, you, these, you know, the, our, these lifeguards who are employees need to be protected on a whole array of uh, different scenarios. So as a mother, and, you know, since he's been lifeguarding, 
what what has been like when he first got the job and 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 and, and all this time going on? What has been some of your concerns uh, about maybe his safety and and uh, you know what the job could do to him or doesn't do to him? And you know, so I, I would love to hear that. That's you know, so well, definitely his safety. He knows this many times. If I'm if I go to the beach where he's guarding and I see just idiots who are not listening to the lifeguards, it drives me absolutely crazy. And, I'll, and I, I want to go up to them and say, when you don't listen to them, you not only put your life in danger, you're putting my kid's life in danger. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that really bothers me a lot. And he knows. I'll come home, and he'll come home later on, and I'm like, ah, that parent who let their kid just swim out there, and they were at the back <laughs> of the beach. I wanted to go up to them and say something. All right, all right well, let me, let me <laughs> stop you. So I'm going to put down here a memo to myself. Do not let parents on the beach. <laughs> Probably not. We are good no, for, no, for no. food stops because I notice uh, well, several <laughs> lifeguards will come up to. Do you have something to eat for us? But what about what about when he first? I will. I'll let you help. You get your training to do it. But I just want to know when when he first got the job. How old were you, Tyler? I Nineteen. So what did you think when he first got the job? You know, um, about I the was, safety factor. Yeah, I know? was worried. Um, we had talked a little bit earlier. I, I was like. It, do you get certified? Like, wh- where's your training for, for this right. job? Why were you worried you gonna, about his training, like, specifically? Well, I was worried about liability. I'm, you know, I'm a special education teacher. I come from that background where you right. always have to worry about what you do in, in the face of the public. Right. And um, I was worried, gosh, if something happens, yeah. you know, what, what legally happens right. to him if there is not a certification? Like, you know, since then I right. learned he was. And also emotionally, I mean, 19 years old. Yeah. You know, you're not an adult yet. And if God forbid something happened while he was on duty, you know, that's that's a big toll to big responsibility to take on for a 19 year old. I can't imagine taking it on as a 16 year old or a 17 year old either. Do you but remember the uh, I, I don't I don't personally. But do you remember like the first time you saw me go in the water after someone and like what that felt like? Oh, yeah. I was scared. <laughs> Shitless. Was it, was, it like <laughs> a, was, like, uh, was it like a rope rescue? Was it just I, don't, a snatch? I don't remember because like, it, it wasn't. Oh, you know. It was just him, you know, blowing the whistle, and then you know how it gets on the beach. Everyone stops yeah. what they're doing and looks, and, and I was watches. like, "Oh my god, that's my kid out there!" Have you seen Things him make were, a big rescue? Um, no, I have not seen him make mm-hmm. a big rescue. No, I did, did he? I'm did, sorry. No, did he ever complain about the buoy swims? You know, no, he never. No, I, compl- <laughs> I complain about my. Uh, He's complained. <laughs> I complain about my lieutenants all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I give them a hard. Now they know. You know. Now they're getting. See, you know what's funny? Now when they're younger. When they're younger, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like the, you know, the a hole. But as they get older, they start to realize. You know, I, I mean, that's my job to go down there and remind them what their no. training is and what their responsibility no, is. No, I mean, I'll be honest. I think he really admires you and respects you for the fact that you've done this job for so long and you know so much. You know, he, he comes. He'll talk to me, and he's like, oh, my gosh, the wealth of information he has and, and yeah, the yeah, stories yeah. he has. Yeah, so. but when I'm telling him that, he's not yeah. that nice to me. They all are. They, you know, it's like, it's like my – it's like my – it's like funny. It's like my 9-year-old granddaughter. You know, she, I mean, I know she, you know, loves me. Well, you know, me I had a I, long play against this guy, but, and you but, just blew it. No, oh, that's nothing. Do you know, do you know there's, a, there's a running problem with my granddaughter and her, him? No. They had a fight. She's nine years old. They, they're, they're, they, Eva is not a Tyler fan. No. Um, he, you know what? You know what nice. it was? He was he like uh, 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 you know. Yeah, it uh, is what it is. Cash yeah. Listen, I got, I got, I got to bring them together. I got. <laughs> I'm surprised he's so good with kids. No, yeah. my, you don't know Ava. She, 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 okay. she, 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 <laughs> three, she sees through them. She sees oh. through them. That's what it nah, is. Nah, yeah. most, charming kids, most kids aren't mature enough yet to see through me, but. <laughs> I think it's the other way around. Uh, but, <laughs> but we, you know, I, I, I um, uh, you know, when, when I first started, uh, we didn't have a lot of young, young kids. You know, mm-hmm. 18, there's a big difference between 16 and 18. Oh, absolutely. And, and even, you know, in 20. And when they're older, um, you know, they, they, you, you could give them more responsibility. You know, nowadays, we, you know, we have to be more uh, cognizant of that. And it's, and it's hard. And, like, thank God, like, I like, like, I, like I have Sean on the beach, and I always go down. And, I, and even though I don't agree with him all the time, and nobody agrees with everybody all the time, but at least he'll come up with ideas. Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. He's thinking, like, you know, four or five chest moves down. 
and um, you know all of these guys here, everybody in this room here. Uh, you know, I, I want them on the South End with me if I if I can because they're you know they're they're really good. And when it's a really bad day, I need to have you know the best. But it's it's tough. But they they uh, I, I, getting back to you though. So you were worried <laughs> about his 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 liability, but what about his safety? Like, did you worry about you know the big ocean and and like you know it's really rough and well? Are you um, never really? I never you, really worried about that until uh, I guess it was last year when he came home and he said that Adam had said to him when he was swimming, did you know that there was like a shark near you or something? And I was like, uh, holy crap, they're in the water too. <laughs> and he's in there. I, that was the only time I think I really like thought about his yeah, safety yeah, in the yeah, ocean. Yeah. But, um, you know, I feel now that I've seen him on the beach, I feel like he's well-trained enough and mature enough now to handle that responsibility. So I really don't think of it that much. We're, we're blessed in Seaside that, you know, usually we have, I know when I work there, we have a lot of supervisors. So we're on top of these guys. And, and so we're the second, you know, if there's, if there's something in the water, especially if there's an altercation, uh, you know, we're right on top. I won't tolerate, not a, not a minute of anybody abusing, you know, our lifeguards. I mean, it, you know, they, they know that. I literally, and, I once I had a girl flip me off when I was whistling at her. On a red flag day, and I just turned over, and I could see Troy, our assistant captain, who was on the balcony <laughs> on South, and who was directly behind me. I didn't. I just looked back at the headquarters, and he just went on there. He's like, "I saw that. I'm coming." Yeah. They yeah. didn't even have to do have to do it. They just sat back down. Yeah. So we, we we try to tell all the parents out there that you know we're 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 very we're very um, uh, you know cognizant of that very concerned about that and now especially now with the new rules and regs and and you know our direction it's going to be reinforced and and there's a lot of stuff i mean you know you get the boats you got the jet ski mm-hmm. you got um equipment on the beach we just we had a i, I was going to pull it up we it was a, a sheriff's officer in florida just ran over a girl on the beach Ooh. it was on the news yeah he was going for a 911 call um i don't know what the call was and you know if you if you're it's hard to see some people on the beach. You oh, know, sure. you have to be very, very careful. And whoever, especially with a big truck, it's it's a little bit easier with a a, a, a mule. Well, or, yeah, and there's know, like there's barely any backdrop to see people against. No, you know, if you, your your headlights kind of just go off into the distance. Well, no, it was during the day. Oh, it was during the day. No, it was during the day. Okay, but if you yeah, go over a berm, if you go over <laughs> a berm, no excuses. She she was <laughs> laying on her back supposedly. Maybe she. I mean, listen. My point is, is oh, that she was laying down when he hit her. Yeah, he ran her I over. I always, whenever I drive the truck on the beach, I'm always a little worried that someone is like buried in the scene. You know, like people bury themselves, yeah, yeah, like yeah, and only yeah, have their heads yeah, sticking yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've always had a nightmare of someone being like that, and not yeah, not seeing yeah. their head as I go yeah. by or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it could easily happen, but that when I mean, we that's talk why about, it's really important to keep a driving lane clear on the beach. You know, that's yeah, really like what right. that back half of our beach behind the cans is for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can't even get the ATV through. Yeah. It's insane. No. And, that, and that's a good thing, actually, because it makes you slow down. Like these guys, when we have an emergency, I'll send, I'll say, go get an AED and they'll jump on the uh, ATV and go 100 miles an hour. You know, I'm like, and don't, and I said, don't rush, go night. And you can't, even when that, you know, somebody needs the AED and they're dying. Can't, can't like, fix a problem by causing another. No, you run over, someone. you run over a three-year-old kid like, who jumps up yeah, and, whenever, and kills them. Whenever I'm driving the ATV or the mule on the beach, I'm always having to look out, especially when we're going through crowds that uh, all of a sudden like a kid jumping out. Because kids are always not paying attention and everything. And they don't look left and right. Before they run out, in no, front no, no. Of, especially when they're on the beach. Put that, yeah, put that, yeah. He, he put that up there a little bit. Is yeah. it crackling? Yeah, I, she's getting static. I don't hear anybody. Oh, oh, oh move it around. Uh, a little no, bit. it's that's not. It's where it plugs Get into ahead. the roadcaster or the headphone. No, that's not the nothing. One. Do it again. Can you hear it? Nothing. Talking no, I to mean, it. I hear you guys outside of the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Move her thing a little bit. I don't move her. Move her like her her it's whole thing. Mic. No, it's not the mic. Her, it's the connection right there. I had yeah, move that. Yeah, I fixed it though. I thought I did. How about now? Can you hear it? Just touch your thing here. Do this here. We'll be back after a short no, message. No, you guys keep talking. So Sean, Sean keep him entertained. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? I can hear you outside of the I know. Um, you're not coming back this year, Adam. What are you doing to us? Uh, I, might, I, I might be back for a couple weekends. She's oh, back. I might be back go. for a couple weekends. Now you're com- you told you us might, you come back. Dude, I might don't do don't bullshit like you're not going to be there every weekend. Then you kind of went back on it. Can you hear yeah, me? You, no, you, you, anna- you announced your campaign for lifeguard of the year and then dropped out. Like Within I did not announce any campaign. I said I was coming back, and then you, the unanimous response from every single person <laughs> I talked to was 
Lloyd. <laughs> no, no, no. Was no, Lloyd. No. <laughs> was Lloyd. We'll go with that. You did you Okay, maybe it was unanimous, but like No, I think the unanimous response was, Oh, so you're going for Lloyd? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what it was. It was like you got my vote. So, so mom. Yes. Did you um, did you grow up going to the beach? My mother says I did, but I don't remember it. Um, once we moved to New Jersey, I, as a teenager, we went down to Matasquan a lot. Yeah. Okay. So She's a New York girl originally. Brooklyn, yeah. right? Brooklyn, yeah. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you, you do, mm-hmm. so Long Donna, Island. you do you do special ed, you said? Uh, I was no. a, I'm a retired special education teacher, yes. So how about this one? I got a, a question for you with that, because I remember you said that, and I wanted to, I wanted to ask you this. We... Um, over the years, we'll get uh, people come down, uh, groups, special ed, um, you know, uh, school groups, disabled. Now mm-hmm. it's autistic kids. And what's your feelings on, um, I don't want to put you on a spot, I mean, I don't, I, but what, what do you think about, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, groups like that coming to the beach and having access to the beach? And, you know, I think they should. Oh, but, absolutely. But, but what do you think about, you know, the challenges? Like, what would you, if you had a, you know, you're an expert in that field, what would you say to us, like, what would you recommend if they do come? Like, we, we want one-on-one, you know, mm-hmm. if they go into water. But what's your, you know, if you ever did one of those trips, what, how can you, what would you give us as advice, you know, as I, lifeguards, when a group comes down like that? What I, you would be looking at and, and, right. and you know, talking to the uh, counselors? Well, I think the first thing I would do is, obviously, introduce the kids to the lifeguards, let them know where they are, um, maybe practice whistling and saying when you hear this sound you need to stop what you're doing and look because a lot of the kids maybe have never even been to the beach before or never have had to pay attention so do a little lesson with them yeah a little lesson what all your hand signals mean you know up to your knees up to your ankles right right. would you call ahead like would you call the beach patrol ahead of time and try to set something like that up i would try to set that up Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's important because you want the i mean obviously the kids safety is the first thing but yeah just kind of a, a little lesson before I like that That's well I really think good. we should talk That's to really Troy about setting something like that up with our junior life yeah. program yeah so so have a little have a little uh get together on the beach and then what else would you recommend like when they in the water anything <laughs> well Tyler kindly prepped me for this question I'll have to be oh, honest oh, I for a okay bit. okay well um, I didn't no I, I think really the most important thing is the whistle and even if to make a game out of it you know like when I blow the whistle stop and look at me because I think uh if, you, if you're not aware that someone, that that whistle means to stop and look at the lifeguard, anything that happens after that has no meaning. Yeah. So if you're whistling and somebody doesn't realize that that means to look, you can give all the signals you want. They don't understand that. So that would be one. Um, like I said, the signals, um, even an introduction to the equipment that you use. Um if somebody does get in trouble in the water and you can talk to them and say, calm down, grab this, I'm going to pull you in. It's very different for someone who's not being able to communicate to see someone swimming towards them with a piece of equipment that they have no idea what you're going to use it for. Yeah, but so unfortunately, maybe, that's a lot of our normal people. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you're not, you're triple not, that for you know, someone you know, who has you, a disability. You, know, you grew up in the middle of uh, you know uh, Ecuador somewhere. You've never seen a piece <laughs> of lifeguard equipment, but not to be. I know these guys are like, oh, you're politically incorrect. But seriously, we have people who oh, I'm sure. don't even know. But that's a good idea. That's yeah, a great I idea. I know, like in... in when I was teaching, like the firemen would come in in all their equipment and dress up just so kids would know that if they yeah, were ever a in great, a fire, that this advice. is what this person is going to look like and sound like. Because, yeah. you know, you do sound different. So that yeah. might be something. When, even to throw to have them in the water up to their knees and have them grab onto a, a buoy or a preserver or whatever you use and just kind of make it fun so that at least they had some exposure to it. One of the interesting things... Um, that I'm honestly thinking about for one of the first times right now about special ed is that when you're working with um, persons with disabilities, can you clarify that? Because we talked about that yesterday. People first. People first. So so a person with a disability, so a person with autism. When you're working with people with disabilities, like the, the range of what they can and can't do and, oh. and what is overstimulating for one person mm-hmm. might not be for another person, like that's probably the biggest challenge is not even figuring out what they need to learn, but how to teach each individual. Right. Right. Absolutely. I think it's important. And again, it ends up being a parent's responsibility, but I mean, would you guys feel comfortable or even more comfortable if a parent came up to you and said, listen, my child has special needs. Um, you know, I'm going to be with him all the time, but I want you to know in case something happens, you might have to react differently than you would. 
Yes, I mean, and, and, and that's very important because we've had situations, I've had them where, uh, you know, I'm on a stand or the lifeguard's blowing a whistle and the, and the person's not listening. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, you know, you fall into that trap where, oh, they're, they're being belligerent, they're out, they're drunk, whatever. And then I, I might come down here and I look at them and I put the binoculars on and I'm like, you know, I can see their, their, what I call body English, which people laugh at, but there is actually a definition, mm-hmm. you know, the way they move. And I, I kind of, you know, my experience, I can kind of tell a lot of times, not all the time, you don't get me wrong, but but uh, I, I, what I don't like is when the parents let the children go out there. They don't tell us, and then they don't supervise mm-hmm. them. We don't. I, I get, most beaches, I think, are probably like us. We, we you know, we, we follow and, and try to follow Americans with Disability Act. I mean, you go in the water. We don't want to stop anybody from going in right. the water, uh, ir- irrespective. As long as they, it's not too dangerous. And but somebody who has, say, you know, they have no eyesight. They've been blind, or they can't hear, or they have severe mental or physical you know, uh, impairment, uh, that they need somebody, that that person should be forthright and be with them and let us mm-hmm. know. And then, yeah, we'll say, listen, go over here. It's safer. We can put them on a sandbar. You know, we want them to have a great time. Right. And and, uh, and that, that's, that really helps us because we, that could stop us from going down a road and wasting a lot of time and assets on something that didn't need to be uh, you know, uh, right. a- assets orientated. Because then when I, when I, we're going and dealing with somebody on one end, it, it reduces the uh, assets on another end. Anyway, well, but I like that. So you're Tyler, right. do you remember last year there was a, a woman on the beach with her sister who had Alzheimer's and she identified her sister with a, a different colored hat. Yeah, like they a were, red hat yeah, or something. Yeah, and they were going to yeah. be there all week. And mm-hmm. I think she did. She came, she went up to the lifeguard. Yeah, 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 she came in and then we were all notified about it. Right. Yeah. So that, and I think that's a good thing. I, I mean, as a parent, that's what I would do. If I had a parent of a special needs kid, I would kind of go up to the lifeguard and say, listen, I'm going to be here with them, but you never know. Wave, oh, you guys know. Wave can knock you on your yeah. knees, and then what do you do? So um, I've, always had, I've always had uh, parents of, like, special needs kids always coming up to me. Do they? Like, yeah, I, I can't remember ever noticing a, a kid or an individual with special needs without someone up coming and Good. talking to me first. I've always found that, like, parents were really, like, responsible and were always with um, their child or individual and like always talk to us first and i always were aware of where they were at all times pretty much and i think it's good that if parents obviously feel comfortable enough to come up to you and then you guys are open to that and appreciate that yeah i mean one of the, you're more aware one of my main things when i teach young guys is and girls is uh be approachable sure. but um we did a show and we talked about the special olympics a little bit uh, a couple of weeks ago and um i mentioned that one of like the most impressive things i've noticed like is that the parents of a lot of these kids are like the most incredible people and i'll admit like i have like a specific like sample of people that like were involved in the programs you had involved me Mm -hmm. with me involved with like the challenger sports and um all the volunteering we did for the commission for the handicapped in jackson but um that's one thing i've always noticed is how like big these people's hearts are like when they're dealing with and when their child is dealing with like such a hard situation yeah absolutely yeah and and like you said you don't know what what kind of triggers kids have or what situation i mean there could be some kids who don't like the feel of sand and are freaking out which other parents think is uh you know an outburst yeah which really isn't but when you're aware of it then you have a little bit more yeah so donna Donna, just for our audience and and i think that it needs to be clarified because this is something that (laughs) It's not that, you know, you have, you have, you have, like you said, the Special Olympics and then you have the Paralympics. So you have people who are, or say they, they're, you know, got an injury or whatever and they're mm-hmm. blind, but they don't have any mental, uh, right. uh, you know, uh, uh, impairment as opposed to where, you know, uh, what we're talking about and it, especially is a lot of, a lot of kids, they're either uh, autistic or uh, Down syndrome or you know, brain, disability, but, right. and, and or, you know, even brain injury, mm-hmm. you know, car accident, they, and then, and now they, you know, they're, and that's a different, and, and I think people need to understand that. And, um, uh, you know, you have to accommodate differently. And like, mm-hmm. you, you make a good point. There could be triggers uh, and you need to be able to deal with that. What are the problems that I've seen? Not that much anymore, but we used to have these big groups come down and it'd be 20, 30 kids and like five uh, uh, counselors. 
And I, and I mean, and I used to argue with them. I go, you can't, I can't. And then, you know, they come on the worst days, big ocean. <laughs> I used to tell them go down the bay, but uh, we, we don't see that that much anymore. So thank God. I think there's a lot more education, but, but you make a point about the triggers. And so what other things would we be looking for? And, and, and that as a lifeguard, if these kids are on the beach, we, we you know, yeah, that, if we're in a situation where we need to like save a person with a disability, they're, they, they have, they like, they tend to bite sometimes. Like I, uh, like, I know from, like, my sister's friends and my girlfriend, like, it happens, right? Uh, some so, kids. So I mean, I think that's just a matter of panicking and not No, but they do. They do panic pretty, like, yeah. pretty. So, some in kids. your experience, what can you do to calm them down, especially in traumatic situations? Oh. Well, uh, do you mind if <laughs> I... Good luck on that. I think, I think with the, the most important thing to remember when dealing with people with disabilities is that every situation is as different as you and I are. Absolutely. That's that's the main thing to remember. There is no one way to approach that situation and be like, this is how, because you have you have autism, you have physical disabilities, you have Down syndrome, you have I don't know, mom, help me out. Oh, there's there, a, there's a there's, there's, the list is endless. Right. You know, there's combinations like so. Right. Every know, person is as individual as every other person. So yes. there's yeah. I can't say there's an overall blanket to it, but I think. Uh, in, in your situation, I think education is really important. And the fact that you're even talking about doing something as, as a for Yeah, a lot of people, people are going to hear this, you know. Yeah. This is that, good. That's why we want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's that would be an excellent thing to do is even, you know, in the beginning of the summer or just training. On training. Yeah. And, yeah. And just I, doing a day. I, that and and have, also, like, bringing in camp counselors and uh you know people who run programs that are intending on bringing their kids to the beach absolutely yeah but yeah. i think it's good that the parents yeah. come to us. uh tyler can you just acknowledge we have some comments here we have uh, uh josie says hi mom <laughs> yeah hi josie and, and then, uh, that's joanne lightbody duffy that's their good friends they watch our show uh for years and uh jo joanne uh uh, uh, thank you, Joanne. Joanne had 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 COVID. She was she was pretty okay. bad. She's doing really great now, and and uh, she was hospitalized anyway. Well, they they're real good fans. I just wanted Aww. to reach out to them. All right, Ma. I wanna uh, I wanna talk about like you laughed at me last night when I said this to you, but your relationship with the ocean and your relationship with the beach. Sean asked you before uh, if you were a beach girl growing up, and surprisingly, you said not really. Basically, Nanny said that she brought you, but you don't really remember it. No. So for you, when did that start? Um, I guess when I was a teenager, we would go to Matasquan and, you know, that those were the days of baby oil and aluminum covered album covers. So lemon in your hair. <laughs> yes, I was one we of them. We still do the lemon. <laughs> and trying to synchronize the radio that's station on your boom box with everyone around you. So you'd listen to the same station. That's funny. That's but, um, funny. Yeah, I think that's when I started, and I and I just I loved the water, and I always liked to be in the water. And um, you used to scare the shit out of me. We would go to the beach, and she would just like swim out past the break. But like, no one else really is doing that at the beach. Like, we notice right away when someone starts swimming out past yeah. the break, and she would be that person, and I would <laughs> just be like, I wouldn't like leave the. I would just stand there and stare until she got back. I would be so scared when you would do that. <laughs> no, I always had a a big respect for the ocean also like i this is kind of a weird thing but i've never gone into the ocean at night that i still have that respect yeah. like i don't know what could happen <laughs> and no one else is around but yeah when we started going to rehoboth every year uh -huh. I, I think that's when your love of the oh ocean my god came yeah. in. we used to and we used to rent this uh this house in rehoboth beach delaware uh Correct me anywhere I mess this story up, please. But my grandfather was an accountant for a publishing company called Worth Publishing in New York. And uh, Mr. Worth owned this beach house, and he would rent it out for us. He would just what? give it to us for the week. Like a yeah. like hundred bucks to yeah. have like a record or something. We stayed there for a week or two. It was, it was so awesome. But that's, those are my first memories of the beach, yeah. is Rehoboth Beach. Yeah, I think you were maybe three or four weeks old the first time you were on the <laughs> beach. You were born in July, and I think somewhere in the middle of August we went to the beach, and you just came along. Do so you, is it, everybody do you has remember, beach memories. Do you remember uh, the one time we went down to the beach and Alexis almost drowned, my cousin? Yeah, she was with me. Don't you remember yeah. that? She tried to swim out with you? She went out, well, we went out. It was rough water, and 
um, at the time I was not wearing contact lenses, so mm. my glasses were off, and I she's waving with both arms, and I was like, hi, honey, how are you? <laughs> and I swam out to her, and I had to help her in, but yeah. Yeah, but I, there were no guards there, right? I don't remember if there were guards there or I not. think we made a cardinal sin that day, luckily. Nothing yeah, happened, but yep. but those yep. are the I, I even before I started guarding, I always remember that, like how like kind of scary that was. It I, was scary. Was the wa- were the waves really big that day? I don't because yeah, for me they were, storm, but yeah. I was like a little kid. Yeah, they were big. They were pretty big. Um. So you already we already talked about like what you thought when I first came home. I was like, I'm gonna be a lifeguard. Um. You've known like all, all three of us for several years now. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, especially Adam, you know, Jesse, uh, Faye, like you've seen us all grow and like, you know, become grown men and, and figure our lives out. And like what, what kind of credit or begin to, or try to, (laughs) what kind of credit do you give that to like the relationships we developed with each other on the beach? Um, and like just working on the beach itself. You know, I have to say one of the, things that I'm most grateful for is that you do have such a close group of friends because I think you've helped each other through a lot of situations personally and um, as a group of lifeguards uh, you kind of remind me of a frat <laughs> that you've um, you've made lifelong friendships and you guys know what you go through so when there's things happening on the beach you all are the only ones that know what you're mm-hmm. going through and I think that forms a bond that you know you guys are going to have for your lifetime it's obviously been a, a pleasure getting to know you all um we hope that us opening up our home to you has uh helped why are you looking, at me? <laughs> why are you looking at me you know those wednesday nights when you thought i didn't know you were there now um no you have I, cameras I, don't you <laughs> no i don't well, have that, that means a lot we we you know i i don't i mean i i've never been to the house but i i, I hear you're welcome you know. no but I, I i you know the thing is like, you know when i when i was their age you know we we did the thing with my mom you know yeah and it was it was always a special thing and we also used to go out a whole bunch of us like every wednesday or every other wednesday and just the lifeguards you know no 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 girlfriends or wives or whatever and then we would go to dinner you know like a, a local restaurant or something and just pig out and have a great time and uh you know it was really special and i think that that's really good there's also we have a, an individual his name is fred he ha- he he has a house in seaside and he mm-hmm. comes down to the beach and he gives you know he donates a lot of money he'll buy uh, he'll he'll go out and buy a whole bunch of pies you know pizza pies <laughs> but also regular <laughs> pies yeah. didn't didn't fred and, didn't fred have beef with us one summer and didn't bring us subs one time no yeah what happened yeah what happened was no he, with Dom, right? not, no 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 <laughs> no no, no. what gosh. happened was there was an altercation on the beach some people gave him a hard time and he didn't think we uh we had his back oh my god yeah and That's we did subs Oh, shout out to Fred though. He, in all honesty, Fred's dope. dope. Fred is dope, but there was a moment where he was going to Seaside Park. He got mad, and he was he was he was going on the Seaside Park, and he was walking down. He came during our workouts. He walked yeah. down the Seaside. It's through, and yeah. as his walk back yeah. to Seaside Park, Dom jumps in a Van Dyne, and he's like rowing into Seaside Park, like ha- like half a block behind him. Just like I'm gonna f- like I'm gonna track you. I'm gonna find out where you're sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Come find you. Well, I'm gonna bring you back to the heights. Yeah. And I just remember Dom just rowing, and I'm like, Why are we going in the park? And he's like, We're f- Fred's on the beach. We're following. Yeah. Him. And just like, oh, out, no. just drags him out. Into yeah. The <laughs> yeah. But but the- packs up all this stuff, puts it back in the Van Dyne, rows it back. Throws it back. Yeah, the, the point of the story is that we have had people over the years who've done that. I remember uh, Ricky Hatrack was one of the lifeguards on the beach and uh, he became a trooper. And, and uh, you know, we used to go over to his mom's house. And we, we actually, back in those days, we would, towards the end of the summer, we'd, when there's bluefish, there used to be tons of bluefish. Mm-hmm. We would catch them. You know, we'd have uh, uh, poles, get and because they come real close to the, to the beach, get a couple bluefish and then. Uh, you know, we would shoot over to her house, and then after work, she would have them all cooked up, and I remember oh, that. Cool. Yeah, it was all kinds of stuff like that. And, but it's, I think that that's so important what you do. I know, like, a lot of the beaches where there's more of a, uh, um, you know, like it's Lava, um, Lavalette and Seaside Park where there's more locals or people rent out a house for a whole mm-hmm. week. There's a lot of families that bring down food for the lifeguards, and yeah. that's really special. I think that, you know, if you really – if you are staying somewhere, and that's really uh, a nice thing to do. The yeah, kids we, really appreciate it. had leftover food come to the lifeguard station a few times, not Ty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a nice thing. That really, that makes it, that one, that's one of the perks about the job. It's really nice, you know. And I, I, I remember, I, I 
because you see it, I don't know as much now, but I remember people used to come up and give us sandwiches and everything. And I tell you what, they they would they tasted the best man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, somebody, you know. So well, you yeah. guys did, weren't even allowed lunch breaks. No, we there. had a half hour, but on Sundays it, sometimes you had it, sometimes you didn't. You you, you know you bring your lunch on the stand, you know, because it was so crazy. Yeah, back in the day we worked seven days a week. Oh. For my first, uh, you know, uh, I started in 76 and then, uh, I don't know, 82, and then I went to school for a little bit. But it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty rough. But Here's a question for you, Ma. Yes. I was trying to figure this out yesterday. I don't remember learning how to swim. I never taught you. I kind of just threw you in the pool <laughs> and said, go to it, kid. <laughs> like, I remember we always, even when we, before we had, like, the pool pool, you would get, like, the weird like fat bottom blow up one right uh i know i remember being in there i always remember playing in the ocean and i literally just don't remember ever like anyone saying like this is how you swim i just always remember being able to do it yeah you just kind of once we got to like the three and a half foot pool <laughs> you would just go under the water and start swimming i mean you never you taught yourself how to swim above water but underwater i mean you did underwater too but i think that came more naturally for you I just kind of pushed off the side and then figured out, you know, if I move my hands and my feet, I can do it without pushing off. Well, uh, I remember I used to swim laps back and forth in that little, in our little above ground pool that must have <laughs> been like 10 yards across. And it would like, oh my God, I would be able to kick like the whole way. You, you were know, a water kid. Yeah, and, yeah. That, and that's, a, that's a good point to make because a lot of lifeguards that we have in other beaches too, they're not all... Uh, professional uh, you no. know, college swimmers mm -hmm. or high school swimmers. And um, so I want people out there who, you know, say, oh, I never swam in college or never swam in high school. If you could swim and pass the test, we don't care. As long as you could pass the test. Well, you know, that's what, exactly what happened with him. He was, um, this is a good story. <laughs> I, I was at, at a gym that had a pool, and I became friendly with this one woman who happened to work with Steve. And we were talking one day, and she said that, they needed lifeguards at Seaside Heights. And I said, oh, my gosh, we have a house there, blah, blah, blah. So that's Meanwhile, when... Meanwhile, I had been talking about taking a swim test in, I think it was Spring Lake, right? I think so. So uh, he came to the gym one day as a guest, as a pool, and just kept swimming until he, he had a, he, he could had do it under the, I didn't enough have, time. I didn't have goggles. I was swimming like... <laughs> yeesh. They were like, but what? Is, they were asking you, like, what is he doing? <laughs> he's practicing to be a lifeguard. Yeah, yeah he's going to be the guy that comes and gets you. <laughs> Two seconds I passed that first swim test by. Two well, seconds. Well, we have a lot of people who take the test, and they're right on the border, right on the line. And uh, and then we train them. You know, we train them. We, you know, oh, God, I'm so sorry. We, we train them, and uh, we... Um, uh, you know, we, that's why we do the buoy swims. So uh, we got new kids coming in now. We're, we're going to get them on a beast. We're going to work them out. And then, you know, so we get them in the water. Because actually, we retest them, uh, you know, every day. I mean, right. you know, sure. we, we, if you can't do the buoy swim, then you're out of there. You know, and we'll give you, I mean, these guys know. And uh, I, then you're, if you can't, if you can't uh, get up to it. So, but I just want, I don't want to discourage anybody. If you didn't, if you're not a, a college or high school swimmer, but you could swim and you could do, uh, you know, 500 yards, which is 20 laps in a pool under 10 minutes. You got it. You well, know? that kind of goes back to what I said earlier. It's really, I mean, I felt so much more comfortable with his safety when I realized it's like, this is really on the job training. It's not, this is no, what you do. You can't teach no, unless you've had that experience. Yeah, there's no like, there's no like theory no. of lifeguarding. There's no, 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 no philosophy no. of lifeguarding. There's no, no. philosophy no of philosophy. a river. <laughs> like it's either that's there what or it is. Not. That's what it yeah. is. But there's a good, you make a good point. Is that because we? I have kids who come on. I've seen them over different beaches and different in our beach and in Lavalette and, and, and wherever. They could be. They're great college swimmers, you know, and, they, and mm -hmm. you can know by their times. But they get in the ocean; it's a whole different animal. Absolutely, they they, they get scared. They have a tough time going through the the ocean, the waves, the coldness of the water. I mean, you know, we're, I'm swimming in 62 degree water, 60 mm -hmm. degree water. I, I can't handle the cold water anymore. Like it has to be 62. But even that, like you go swimming 62 yeah. to water, so you got a college pool, a swimmer. Who yeah, gets I, don't, it. I don't care how good your flip turn is if you can't get through the sandbar. <laughs> right, right. You know and, and, and then, you know what I'm saying? And, and then I've also, I've also seen really good life, uh, really great swimmers who can't figure out the ocean, don't know when somebody's in mm -hmm. trouble, which is a very, um, 
it, it takes a long time to identify something. Yeah, oh, you know, absolutely. Somebody. That, that's one you of can't the see somebody who's drowning, mm -hmm. you know, before they are are really, you know, yelling and screaming like you were exactly. talking about your niece or whatever. You know, we, we, we need to know that, and a lot of kids don't. So there's a lot. I, I think, though, that, you know, like, like a guy like Tyler and, and whoever didn't have, a, you know, a, a traditional background could be a great lifeguard. Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean... Uh, that you, you can't. I think a lot of kids who listen to us or want to become lifeguards think, oh, I can never be a lifeguard because, or a good one because I can't really swim. I didn't swim in college. That's not the case. Not at all. No. So what do you have there for us? Uh, uh, I think we're trying a new segment right now. Yeah, so I said we have one new segment today, but we actually have two. This is the first one. Um, we're going to watch this video and react to it. <laughs> Why? What is that? What? You know, just so, just so you just know, I can see it's a shark. I can see it, yeah. Just so you know, there hasn't been a shark bite in New Jersey for the past, like, 100 years. So. There, was, <laughs> there was just a 1,000-pound shark, though. Just yeah, like about just 50 miles, 100 miles, 300 miles off the coast. That's pretty close. No, it's not. All right, That's so um, this video Sean found yesterday. I can make it full screen for us. Oh, Jesus. Now, I can think the chance of you getting bit by a shark in Seaside... Is, okay, is, so is, that makes me nervous for my son. <laughs> nah, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going after seals. Yeah. They get, that's their food. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that. that that's not around here. That, that's not New Jersey. That's are not these, Seaside, and that's not New Jersey. Are these great white? Look at yeah, that. Oh, right, you see the line that that's they got they they uh tell that thing. There's a line on there. Yeah. So that was probably bait. So that was that was that was a stage. Yeah, but look at that monster coming out of the ocean. Yeah, well, that's yeah. how that's how they get it on cameras. They have the they right. have the boat, and then right, they. Right. I've seen a lot of them. They'll even have a camera yeah. facing in the water, so you can see yeah. the impact of the. So elegant. Yeah. Yeah, they're 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 unbelievable animals. They. Um, I read something interesting yesterday. Um, that like you know the sharks. myth that like a lot of surfers get bit by. Uh, sharks because like they have the wetsuit on and against the board they look like a seal. Total bullshit. Apparently, like if you look at the way this shark attacks that seal, it's like a torpedo coming up out of the water. That's not how they approach humans at all. Most no, encounters no, 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 with no, like no. surfers is the shark will like do a slow approach, usually do like a couple passes, and then like take a nibble, basically like spit your leg out and then swim away. <laughs> yeah, a nibble to a you know a shark is a good chunk of meat. The um, I don't know about yeah, that, Tyler, but bites. I can tell you right now, if you look at a, if you go underneath the board and look up and if you look at a, a small board with a light with a surfer on uh, with wetsuit, you look just like a seal. If that was true, then people would be getting like they do a lot yeah, of them. And like I, rocketed I, I, out of the yeah, water. Yeah. But here's the thing about uh, I, I'll put things in perspective because, you know, it's great to show this and I didn't know you were going to show it. I used to shark fish until about six, seven years ago. And I would oh, shark. I would fish. Every summer, what kind of sharks? in June, for whatever's I can tell you, I can tell you. Let me go. I would go out thirty miles to the fingers. Look at that! Oh, look at that! <laughs> right, and oh, imagine seeing. Yeah, but you're not gonna see that around here. <laughs> you're just paddling out of that thing. I don't know Mary, Mary Lee pinged in the bay once. <sighs> now, listen, you guys are sixteen foot You, you, know, you guys are just bed. scaring yourselves and scaring your mom. So I would go out, and we would go out thirty miles because that's how far you have to go out for them. And we would chum for hours and hours. And all the years that I fished, 30 years, okay, and all my friends and all the thousands of people who go out fishing for sharks every year in New Jersey, there's tournaments, there's the Mid-Atlantic, there's all kinds. You catch makos and blue, and, blue, and blue sharks. I've never seen, never heard, never <laughs> saw a great white. Okay? I'm glad to hear and, that. <laughs> and, 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 you, you know, I'm telling you, it, it's not – so the chances – now, years ago, what used to be around here was the bull sharks. That's the ones you have to be careful yeah, about. Yeah, those are... And there, there are a lot of them. Aggressive. And, and if you go look at, the like, um, uh, uh, Australia, and they'll swim around the bull sharks. They just know, you know, don't get too close to them, and if mm -hmm. they're feeding. See, the key with sharks, so people understand, is that a lot of sharks will attack you mistakenly. You're not... There are certain animals that eat human beings, um, alligators or crocodiles, I forget which one, lions, I mean, you're, and bears, you know, basically, you're on the menu. <laughs> that, that's, that's the bottom line. I mean, you get eat, a bear attacks you, they're going to eat you. And you're gonna be, there might be like yeah. a bone left. I heard, I heard but, uh, an interesting story because I was in a, uh, a class in college called like the history of African people. Yeah. And in Africa, like lions don't like hunt people or go after people. But if a lion ends up attacking someone and tastes the flesh of like human, they will 
actively hunt humans instead of normal well, like they're normal they they do in india I, I don't know about i don't know i don't know about your story but i can tell you i know the maasai like mm-hmm. it used to be to yeah. become a man in that in that society yeah. you had to kill a lion yeah and like i have That's friends sick. who over there yeah. they'll the maasai will be walking along a lion won't even go near them they yeah, know yeah, yeah. you know but but the they they in india people get eaten by lions all the time yeah, they, they'll go it into ti- they, they actively or tigers they, maybe tigers yeah. i'm sorry lions tigers are actively savages yeah, yeah, yeah tigers yeah. are like scarier well, but they're bigger than lions they're bigger than but get back, like but get back to here and, and you know, because we don't want to scare your mom. And I know you like these. No, you know, I'm starting to feel better because yeah, uh, the these guys, what, what most, <laughs> I, I can tell right? you, I can tell you what most people see is, is those dolphins. But when the bull nose uh, um, rays, stingrays come in mm-hmm. and they're, and, and, and what happens is when they start feeding, they have fins that are like this and the tips of their fins go up like that. And they look like sharks cutting the water. Okay. And you see a lot of that. It's a great, they do great shark impressions. Yeah, they <laughs> do. It's incredible. And, and, uh, clears, see, my, clears the water. The other thing you'll see is, is you don't see as much, but it used to be a lot of, um, uh, uh, they eat jellyfish. Uh, what is the, uh, uh, they flop around. I, I can't believe I can't uh, think of the name. Skates? No, 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 sea no. Sea turtles eat jellyfish. You're banging the table. I'm sorry, Your camera's sorry. shaking everywhere. Uh, it'll come to me. They're, um, but but you know there's you know they, there's one that they follow and I just read it they, they pinged like you know way out there they they migrate what's happening right now is the harbor seals were here they come in March and April mm-hmm. they're all over the place if you go down to uh, uh, Barnegan Inlet or um, uh, 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 the next inlet's further south there's there's hundreds of them hundreds of them and what bring what, then that's when the sharks come around because they eat them right. And then once the sharks come, they leave, then the sharks leave because there's no food for them. Oh, orcas? No, 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 no. What kind of sharks? Mostly yeah. mako. Oh, maybe, yeah. maybe some, maybe some, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, blue, fit, blue mako and maybe some, you know, the, the killers, you know, the big ones that you were showing there. The I, great whites. Cashmore, pick up that piece of paper underneath the, uh, the one on top. This, this is time for the segment after the segment. Yeah, we're trying to introduce this segment right now. Wait, uh, let's do a jingle. We're, oh, Cashmore Quiz. It's Cashmore's Creature Quiz. Okay, <laughs> working title for the quiz. name. What is the average length of great like, white shark? I, wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait. Oh, don't, no. You don't read it. You don't read it. Oh. I like Sean is running catch the quiz. catch. Catch, catch. So we're just asking you some questions. And <laughs> some All right, of, I some guess catch, catch is the winner. Yeah, easily the winner. Um, Cashmore, what is the average length of a great white shark? Within a tolerance of three feet. Yeah, we I, like I, it? I, we'll I, give it to you. I would right, say, I would say eight foot. Eight foot? Eight foot. Really? The average length of a great white shark? Eight, eight foot. Uh, he says That's average. smaller than this table. Yeah, he's but still, you know, I don't a, know how... A full-grown yeah, great white shark. No, no, well, no, why are you leading him on? You're so, with listen, listen <laughs> first, of all, first of all, how big... The question has to be when, where, how. How I big? Told, can, I told you he was going to nitpick these. No, no, no. But let me let me finish. It, 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 you asked me how big. Uh, I know they could get up to you know, uh, fifteen feet, sixteen feet, or even bigger. What's the average now? I know they're getting hunted out of extinction, so there's not a lot of big ones around anymore. So I, you know, I would say you know today. But what could the average size be? Like if you took all the great whites over the, the past thirty years, I would say probably fifteen feet. Is he within it's, the three-foot tolerance? It's 11 to 13 is the average. But, like, you were within the, the, uh, the gauge both times. Right. But I know, I know they're getting beat up pretty bad. Because people, uh, people will get the shark fins, and they use them for some aphrodisiac. You know, yeah, yeah. One yeah. point for Catchmar. Yeah, we'll give it to you. <laughs> what, is, uh, what is the only uh, natural predator of the great white? Man. No. No, orca, orca. Yes. No, killer whale. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost uh, had you on that one. Uh, Follow-up question: What do they? Why do they hunt them? Like, what are they after specifically? Uh, I think they eat their uh, they liver make, or their guts yes, or something. It's the liver. Dominance. They want of the ocean. <laughs> That's what they're after. <laughs> it's no, it's Game of Thrones out there. It's, it's just the liver. That's how picky they are. That's cool. Is that weird? Like, we don't want the rest of you. Isn't we just that like weird? the liver. Yeah. That's so why weird. I say Sean, when, they, do you when want, it, Do you want me to read the last two questions because they're a little? I got it. Okay, I'm just saying. Um. Cashmore, what is the scientific name of a great white? And I want to just let you know that Mike Faye got this last night off the cuff. Yeah. No, I don't know that one. I have no idea. Carcharidone, uh, carcharias. Yeah. I think There's I know what they, like what they say. I, they yeah. say it in Jaws. I can tell you what I, I do know. Like uh, uh, the uh, swordfish is something like uh, 
what's what what uh, what's the, um, the, the this for the sword uh, gladiator gladiator or something like that because you know swordfish yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know they're they're a, a, a wild yeah. animal I mean a wild fish but anyway what's the last question is one more two more oh two more um, <laughs> true or false are gray whites cold blooded yeah they're cold blooded false. Really? They're warm-blooded? They're not mammals. They are called la- lamnid sharks, which have a uh, unique system called a countercurrent heat exchange, which keeps their body warm, warmer than outside conditions by plus minus 10 to 15 degrees Celsius. So if a great white shark is in the 9 degrees water, its body temp will be around 19 to 24 degrees. Wow, I didn't know that. I'm not, I'm not real good with, with uh, you know... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, I, I thought, but they, they are cold blooded though. They're not a. No, they're, they're warm blooded. Like, like no, like they're not mammals though. They're yeah, not they're they're mammals, somewhat but they're a bit of both. But yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of a trick. It's question. It's like the platypus, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it lays eggs, but it does, you know I don't know. All right, this, <laughs> ne- this next this next one's a softball catch, Mark. <laughs> yeah, you got to listen to it. The yeah, whole thing. Okay. Uh, this location was recently discovered to be a major breeding ground for great white sharks. It is also the home of the Montauk Point Lighthouse, Billy Joel, and the Amityville Horror House. Well, that's Long Island, but I don't know yes, where. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, ding. <laughs> that's an easy one. So Get rid of them on that. There was a breeding ground for great whites just discovered in 2016 in Long Island. Yeah. Just cool facts. Yeah. Well, I, the, um, yeah, it, it, I, like I said, I, I used to go fishing in Montauk with my uncle, and we used to go to the end of Montauk, the North Fork, and it would be five hours out to go cod fishing. And there was great whites out there. And it was usually in the wintertime. It was cold. And uh, you know the codfish were huge, but you would you would you would um, you know you'd hear stories where you'd be pulling up the codfish and the great whites would hit them coming Jeez. up. Like I've had I've had I've had that happen here when I'm pulling up uh, uh, sea bass and bluefish would hit them, and they yeah. come from you know bluefish yeah. come from the bottom and hit them. Yeah, it's pretty neat when you look at like like when we see the uh, bunker fl- floating down. There's usually bluefish and. Um, uh, stripers underneath mm-hmm. them, and the bluefish will attack the uh, fish from behind mm-hmm. and eat everything except the head. And then the head would float down, and then the stripers go after the head. <laughs> so if you fish stripers, yeah. you take it, the head of the bunker and put it down, and you catch a striper, and not, and not a not a bluefish. Pretty interesting. And that's like you said, the shark goes yeah. after the liver. It's weird how they how they you know the 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 orca uh, goes after the shark's liver. Yeah. Do you know sorry, how they kill them? I would just they they, on. they figured Flip out them that if down. you flip. Why, why do you guys? Finish, Adam. I knew that. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't help it. They flip them upside they, down. Yeah. They, they figure it out how to flip them upside down. There's the tonic immobility. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ending the show. I thought that was an open-ended question. You're asking like the group. Whatever, dude. <laughs> wolves. Sean, Sean took all my questions as, as if he researched them. Wolves, um, the alpha wolf gets to eat the liver of the, the kill they make too. Damn. And also, the alpha wolf walks at the back of the pack. Yeah. Because real leaders do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say lead. Like, <laughs> don't lead. Real leaders follow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Don't you got another show to do? Yeah, we got. I was just telling Jeremy, we got seven. No, this is, it's, it's, it's really interesting stuff. I just, I want to, I want to ask Donna one more question. But let me just put in here uh, 10 more minutes here. We got, we got some time. Is Jeremy here? Uh, yeah, but uh, Gabe's not here. We have another show. So we have a, we're doing a, a painless show, Dr. Uh, Jasper. Actually, it's his first show. Uh, so, Donna, I, mm-hmm. I, I think that um, it's interesting uh, that, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're a mom and, and, and uh, you know, you have this uh, association with all the other lifeguards. Mm-hmm. And for parents out there, I think it's, it's, it's relatively safe. I mean, there's a lot of things that can be dangerous. But did you, do you, did you, and I don't even know how to ask this but what have you, what is the benefit? Like all these kids that you see, you've mm-hmm. probably seen them in, in, in when they first started lifeguarding maybe, and then you've seen them mature. And I, I, I think I know the answer to this, but how much has it helped these kids, these people, uh, uh, you know, mature, understand life, understand, you know, oh. like to how, what the, you know, people say, oh, I can make more money working at Burger King or, or, you know, Wawa, but there's, there's, there's other benefits working as, as a lifeguard. Can you just <clears throat> give me a, tell, tell our audience, like, what have <laughs> you seen as a mom and seeing a whole bunch of kids coming to your house over the years mm-hmm. and them changing and, and that you could directly relate for them working on the beach? Oh, uh, the maturity level while they're working, that, that part of, <laughs> that, uh, that part of growing up 
quickly and being responsible, I think is um, a huge benefit from working on the beach. Um, service to other people, I think my, my son's become more compassionate. I think uh, all of you guys have become more compassionate towards other people, more tolerant, absolutely. And I just think the friendships that they formed, I mean, you really... Well, I mean, look at you. You're, you've been a lifeguard for how long, and you still have friendships probably from when you started. You, I know that you still talk about people that when you first started lifeguarding. I think that's really important to have those lifelong oh, yeah. friendships that happen and um, just the bonds that are formed. Like yeah. I said, they've they've been through a rough couple of years as a group, and they've stayed together. They supported each other. Yeah. Um, the support that you guys give each other, I can't give Tyler. I, I can't empathize with a lot of yeah. things, so it's... It's been, I've been really grateful that they've had the friendships that they've had yeah. to go through rough times yeah. and good times. Yeah, well, that's a good, Sorry. that's has a good. Your, has your perspective of lifeguards changed since getting a window into, like, this whole oh, world? Absolutely. Like, before and after? Absolutely. Yeah. How? Um, one of the thi- <laughs> one of the things, like, I used to think, ah, oh, man, you know, I could <clears> swim. <throat> Let me swim out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and then realizing, like, wow, they really... They're protecting me. Mm-hmm. And um, and again, as a mom, seeing your efforts to keep people safe and people not appreciating that is, yeah. is kind yeah. of frustrating. Well, that's, that's human nature. One, one thing but, about lifeguarding I always say is that different different than other uh, jobs, I mean, you know, police, firemen, you know, first responders, you have the ability and, and the opportunity and the uh honor and privilege mm-hmm. to save somebody's life absolutely and that's an amazing thing and i tell all these kids i said you know you guys go out and whatever you're going to do in your future life you may not i mean you know you could be an accountant i don't think you're going to save anybody's life no. i mean unless you know you're a you know, forensic accountant or something but you know <laughs> my point is, is that this is an amazing job to to do amazing things it is and, and yeah. the, the <clears throat> benefits from it even though that um you know like tolerance especially because i know that sometimes you're not treated that well by the public and the fact that you can sit up there and still the person that just flipped you off, you're still going to go out there and save well, their life at some point that, if, it, if they need it. And, you know, there's not many jobs where <laughs> people get. No, no, that's a good point. And I, I was just actually talking to my granddaughter the other day. She had an altercation with some boy on the bus. You know, not no physical. He was right. like yelling in her ear, you know, like they're nine years old. She you know? would beat up any nine. I know she's boy. tough. But I said to her, we were talking. I said, listen, you see me because she's on the beach for me. I said, mm-hmm. you see People on a beach. I said, you can't, you know, I don't, you can't use violence. I mean, you're going to have, you're going to have to learn. People are going to call you names, you know, uh, curse at you. I didn't tell, you know, but, and, and, and say terrible things. And you need to deescalate it. It's probably the best thing. We always teach tolerance. You don't know where they come from. They could be autistic, whatever. And I said, I, but, you know, we did say, I did, I do do say, though, and we, there is a line, you know, and I oh, said to her, yeah. she learned, she's learning karate and everything. I said, <laughs> listen, if somebody touches you, hits you, uh, you have the, all the right in the world to defend yourself. But, what, what I tell these, everybody here is we got to de-escalate things. You have to calm down. And, you know, you know the situation, you, you don't want to take it to that to that next level. I mean, I, yeah. And, and, and tolerance, that's a great that you pick up on that. Because that's something we, we you know, I'll, I'll take it to the next step. It's, it's, we call it de-escalation. And that's mm-hmm. what we really try to do. And that's really a hard thing to learn. Uh, you know, especially when you're younger, you know, you want to get what you want, when you want. And we had one of the lifeguards this summer who somebody, it was an altercation at the beach. The woman didn't want to listen and the husband was there. And he kind of like not hit the lifeguard, but kind of pushed into him a little bit. It was kind of like this way, that way. And the lifeguard wanted him locked up and sent to jail. And I'm like, listen, you, you, you got to chill out a little bit. That wasn't really, you know. Well, and I think yeah. that's why it's so great that they have a strong friendship, too, because things that happen like that where you do have to be so much in control of your emotion and be tolerant that yeah. you have the time where you can just like, Oh my gosh, guys, you know what happened to me and you Decompress. can let it off. Yeah. We literally like every day it. we have like a debrief. Yeah, like we do. We do do sure. beef, right? And I'll yeah. and I'll go down, right? And we we do that. That's actually we do. And then then I'll then I'll change his eyes. Like, what do we? What, what, let's get something to eat. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, isn't it? Isn't it supposed to be two beers yeah. Sunday? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's go. Forget about that guy. He's an idiot. We you can decompress that yeah, spice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, listen. You wanna you wanna wanna you know uh, pack it in. Yeah, uh, yeah mom. Good. Thank you for raising me, and. <laughs> Mother's Day was this weekend. Yeah, happy Mother's for Lady Mother's Day. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no talk about a hard job. I'm not, I'm not saying anything you don't already know, but I appreciate you more than you know. And 
Um, well, that's good. That's every good. every nice thing you've said about me tonight is a direct result of you. So, Aww, I so I, I know I he gets he, he when I that's really nice. And he gets always upset when I talk about the Bible and everything. But you know, there's something about when when, it, when how you treat your mother and father, and that is that's and to me is very very special. And you know, when you have somebody who uh, and, and that's that's and that's something that you need to do. You need to treat your mother and father, you know, with respect and honor, and and that's a good thing. So, and he raised he's you know. He's, you raised a pretty good, uh, pretty good kid here. Thank so, you. Yeah. I think I did. So, you guys want to say <laughs> and anything? It's been a privilege. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you got Sean. Thank you. We're going to hopefully be seeing you more now. Oh yeah. And uh, I like Sean's the back. I like I'm the hyped. stash. You kind of look like uh, like some uh, uh, um, English uh, lord or something. You know, with the little thing. <laughs> I'll take. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been yeah. working at. He's been picking up some hours at the Y with me. Yeah. And I walked in and he had like the little like. Uh, like, I don't know, like, evil genius mustache going oh, on. Oh, oh. I loved it. <laughs> I was like, dude, yeah. you got to keep it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's here to stay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it definitely changes you, that's for sure. Tom, yeah. Adam's Tom is just going to take issue with that. Yeah. I have a mustache. Yeah. I have well, you got the, it's, you have a, it's, you have like it's a different. You got the goatee with it. Like it's a little yeah. different, but it's not connected. Yeah. I got you. You guys got to bring back the sideburns, you know. I like. Oh, I, I always yeah, thought the yeah. sideburns were pretty good. But, so anyway, uh, well, thank you guys. Uh... Tyler, anything else we want to help? just tell people? Can you tell us where to, everybody Follow to get a hold of us? us on Instagram at lg.association. Yes. Email us at lifeguardsoffduty at gmail.com or drcatchmore at icloud.com if your foot's messed up. Yeah. JerseyShoreFootAndLegCenter.com. <laughs> Also, if your foot's messed up. Oh, actually, uh, I do. I think. Oh, you guys already did a con- no, consultation. No, we didn't do this yet. But I have a, okay. No. Yeah, Sean and, might and, need and some t- cortisone t- shots. T- tell him we got to go to our. Oh wait, no. I actually oh. forget. Thank you for bringing that up because I want to bring this up on air oh, no. and rub this in your face a little bit. This kid. So we started off. It's an eighty-mile challenge, right? He he had oh, he thirty miles in the first week. And when he was at 15 after two days, I said to everybody, he's going to burn himself out. Yep, he's going to hurt gonna himself. And I, I walk into work today, and I'm like, did you run this morning? And he just goes, tendonitis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. And I felt bad, but I just no, started laughing no, so you hard. You can't do that. You're like, Adam's going to love it when he hears about this. I would run right now if I could. Just, just to be fair, tell people about our webpage, because we're going to have shirts for sale. Uh, sure, yeah, you know. so Jersey Shore Foot and Leg Center, we're going to get some shirts up on there. We're in the process of building lifeguardsoffduty.com. We're on Audible, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Facebook, Google Play, Spotify, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and probably other places. Oh, Rumble. We're live on Rumble. Rumble, yes. And, uh, you know, at any point during the show, if you're watching and we're live, look at that number down at the bottom and you can call us and we'll, you know, we'll have a chat. Uh, this has been Lifeguards Off Duty. Does Donna know the, uh, the can you, oh, yeah, can you take us out, Mom? You know la- All right, so you do know this. The second quiz of the show. Yeah. The announcement at the end of the day on the, the last, beach when the they last clear the words. beach. You've stayed till... Beach clearing time many times. What is the last part they say? God bless America. No. Nope. Stay, no. stay out no. and stay alive. Oh, that's true. So can so you say that it. for us? <laughs> stay out and stay alive. Right there we go. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for watching. We'll be back here next week, Tuesday. Uh, and again, you know how to get a hold of us. Thank you. Give us a give us an email and tell us what you want us to talk about. We certainly could uh, you know, talk about it for you. Thank you very much, everyone. Adios, gang. Like Take and subscribe. Care.